Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Don Rico DeCastro, and you're tuning in to the What's in Your Case podcast. Twitch streamer, podcaster, and most importantly, we have my friend, my guest, Pixelwolf. Hey, oh, that's that's very nice words. <laughs> now, I know that you are a Twitch affiliate, but you're currently taking a break from streaming. What was it like for you to stream for people? Did you put on a persona or were you more comfortable just being yourself on camera? Um, I definitely, I wouldn't say I put on a persona. I was more comfortable just kind of being myself and talking to my viewers, which kind of led to, I, at least I think personally, my, my growth as fast as I was growing. The one thing I definitely noticed was I had a on-camera me and an off-camera me, meaning everything that you know about me is basically dialed up to like a 9 and 10 at all times when I was on camera. And also, there's always being out there as, I mean quote unquote, a public figure, right? I'm talking to, you know, a, ma a, a group of people that I don't know. I still had to be very careful. Or I was very particular with how the words I chose when answering people's questions and even playing games. To answer your question, the short version, definitely myself felt more comfortable, but me dialed up so that I'm always exciting and, and not a lot of staring at the screen playing whatever game I was playing. Speaking of games, did you find that certain games were better for you to stream? Like certain games your audience like better than other games? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. When I first started streaming, I tried to play whatever, whatever uh, was popular at the time. So when a new game came out, I already was going to buy the new game, so I'd stream that. With rare exception, a lot of the times I didn't see a lot of growth. During those growth was when I stuck to a schedule of Mondays were a mobile game that I like, Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. I'm very knowledgeable about it. I was always, you know, I was super into that game. And so I had a lot to talk about with it. And then on Wednesdays, it was a viewer's choice. So a viewer would, you know, in my Discord, they'd let me know like, hey, I think this game would be great for, for stream. So I'd check it out prior. And if I liked it or I thought that there was content to be had while playing it, I would buy it and, and play that on stream on Wednesdays. And then for Fridays, I would play Forza, whatever the new Forza was at the time. So I think at the time it was Forza Horizon 3. And that was where I saw exponential growth every friday i would play you know it'd be fours of fridays and i would only stream for you know four hours that day but i would see hundreds of people in in chat hundreds of people watching we got a lot of followers got a lot of subscribers that way i would invite my followers and, and watchers playing i would invite them to the game and give them the code so we could all race together and it was kind of about building a community more than just sticking to this new final fantasy game that i'm going to play for eight hours a day for the next three weeks or what have you. For people that are thinking about streaming on Twitch or streaming on any of the other streaming services they have now as a career, what are a few things they should really consider? One of the big things is everyone thinks you got to stream five days a week, eight hours a day. And early on, I actually found a YouTuber that talked about it. And if you're going to stream eight hours a day, five hours a day, and you have the personality type that you're not going to get burnt out doing that, then go for it. Everyone will know, okay, he's he's going to be streaming from this time to this time. But early on, I, I was watching his videos, watching his Twitch streams, and 
he made it a point if you're going to stream those those days unless you know you have no job or anything else going on you're using a lot of your day that eight hours per day just streaming so that means once you're done streaming if you're going to edit any vods you got to do that if you're going to record any youtube videos or do anything extra like that to get more views to your to your twitch channel you're going to really run yourself dry just by trying to do all these things so one of the one one of his suggestions was create a schedule maybe three times or four times a week whatever you know you feel comfortable with so that's what i ended up doing streamed monday wednesday friday and then just stick to that schedule at the same times every week because even if you're not streaming on a tuesday if your audience knows hey he's going to be on tomorrow at 6 p.m every time on wednesday at 6 p.m on friday at 7 p.m like and it's the same schedule if they like your content and they like what you're doing they're going to come back and they're going to know when you're streaming regardless and another thing is don't be afraid to upload your vods to youtube as long as there's obviously no copyright music or anything like that in it because any youtube views you get are just going to drive traffic to your twitch channel as well so that was what i did so monday wednesday friday we're streaming tuesday thursdays it was me creating exclusive content for YouTube, uh, whether that was recording a little more gameplay, but not streaming it, and then cutting that into a short 10 minute video and releasing that on YouTube so that the people that were on my Twitch channel could go to my YouTube channel and watch that. That was extra content. Uh, and people that were just finding me on YouTube just mentioned when I would stream and what my schedule was, I would get more viewers from YouTube coming up to my streams on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, because they found a random video on YouTube. We're gonna move away from gaming for a moment. I know that you are one third of the host for the Potion Party podcast. Uh, okay. What was it like for you to work with the other people when you were actively recording? Were there any things that you would change from what you learned? Would you do something different? Well, for the first part, working with my two friends was fantastic. One of the main reasons why I originally had wanted to start the podcast was because just our day-to-day -day conversations whenever we would hang out were always funny and to me that's you know one of the key things i listen to in a podcast right as much information as there can be in a podcast for me it's just about being entertained right why, why listen to a two hour or you know an hour and a half podcast if it's just going to be monotonous and not really entertaining i, I for me i feel like kind of going back actually to twitch to lend it there i listen to podcasts where i can kind of almost relate to the podcast host in terms of i could almost see myself like i could have a conversation with this person and it would be a fun interesting conversation so doing the podcast with my two friends was great one of the things i learned definitely consistency we would record two podcasts in our session so we would have a session and we would record the two podcasts and we would record two and then we would take a break after the first session and then start and record a second one. I think that worked great because it gave us a lot of it gave us a lot of content that we could edit, cut down, rearrange, whatever the case. The hardest part <laughs> was just finding a consistent place to do it and where we were uh, recording originally just wasn't available any longer, so we had to stop, but Definitely something I want to go back to because, like I said, all, all the conversations we had, uh, I'll go back and listen to the podcast now and I still crack up at a lot of the stuff that's, uh, that's in those. Peter is one of the quote unquote thick fellas. I am also one of the thick fellas. We have another friend, Kyle. Uh, the three of us do a very relatable, what would you say, like a... Um, pop culture podcast for the potion party podcast 
Yeah, very, very laid back. What's great is it's not all stuff that's in the zeitgeist right now. Like it's it's very much pop culture from the past that gets brought up. It's pop culture that is going on now. <laughs> there's there's a good 20 minutes of one of the episodes that I was listening to again that was just talking about Pop-Tart flavors. Now, to jump back into video games, we mentioned that you were a Twitch streamer. I know that you had a job testing video games at one point and you were a manager at a GameStop. What are the core games that you could recommend to someone based off of your personal experience? Like these are the games everyone should play if they're going to play video games. Ooh, that's a good question. The first thing, so when I was at GameStop, a lot of times people would come in and they would ask, what game should I get? Like, that was the general question. Like, hey, I have money. Uh, I have some free time. I want to get a new game. Um, you know, what what game is, is good right now? And early on at GameStop, I learned that I could recommend the newest game that I was enjoying. But if they don't enjoy that genre of game, no matter how good the game is, they're not going to enjoy it. Definitely one of the big things I always ask people is what, what type of games do you like or what type of stories even do you like? Because video games now, especially they're so good at telling stories. They're very much like a movie now, you know, a 35, 40 hour movie, depending on the game. So for me personally, if someone that's never played a video game and they just want to start, you know, they just want to kind of get a, a general like I just want to play something that's good and you're going to keep me interested. I personally always recommend Uncharted because it's one of my favorite video games. It's very, very much like Indiana Jones, just in a little bit more modern. They watched Indiana Jones. They kind of know Treasure Hunter, bad guys, a little bit of supernaturalness in it, um, a lot of parkour and climbing, but also a little bit of shooting and action. And Uncharted, all of them, one, two, three, and four, they all very much play like a movie. They have a very cohesive storyline they have a very like it's a very known objective it's not you're not going to be running around like what do i got to do where do i have to go they definitely like tell you up front this is what you got to do this is what your goal is but it's it's about figuring out the story and puzzle solving and making you feel like you're that treasure hunter so uncharted was always one series i recommended uh, and then another one, this one is more, I'd say niche, depending on, uh, again, what type of games they like. But typically it was Uncharted was one recommendation. And my other re recommendation would typically be Dark Souls. You're going to get angry all the time. And it doesn't have to be Dark Souls 1. It could be any of the Dark Souls, any of the Bloodborne, Dark Souls-esque games that they have now. It's one of those games where you play it at, at first. And again, it's not for some people because you die so often. But when you beat the boss, when you learn learn the boss's moves and you dodge them and finally beat the boss that you've been trying to kill for three hours, it, it's just so rewarding and satisfying. There's not a lot of games that do that better, in my opinion. Well, perfect. Thank you for being our guest here at the What's in Your Case podcast. Is there anything you'd like to promote and where can our listeners find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me online anywhere pretty much at the uh, Pixel Wolf or The Pixel Wolf um, on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter, everywhere, uh, Instagram. And uh, I guess, honestly, like one of the things that I'm looking forward to, and hopefully we can, you know, talk to our a third thick fellow about it, but I definitely want to try to keep recording the Potion Party podcast on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you can find your podcasts. Because again, it's just kind of like hanging out with your friends and having an interesting conversation and very comedic conversation. So if that sounds like it's up your alley, definitely give it a listen.